Welcome to another episode of the Bench Time Podcast, presented by HO Scale Customs. Now buckle up, you fine scale freaks. What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode 25 of the Bench Time Podcast. It's hard to believe it's been 25 episodes. Uh, we've had a bunch of listeners uh, with us from the beginning, so thank you. We appreciate it. Um, this week on the podcast, we have Bruce Nickerson of Seaport Model Works. Um, he's the guy that has all the cool boat models. If you ever go to the um, uh, the Fine Scale Modelers Expo, you'll see Bruce has a huge setup and a huge diorama of of a, of a waterfront. And it actually inspired us to put a big waterfront on our layout just from talking to him. So we've picked up a couple of his kits in the past. Uh, he's got a bunch of great models that he's already you know pre-built and he sells them as well. So this podcast is going to be a little bit different. It's a little bit it's it's actually really not at all about model railroading and trains. It's and it's basically almost all about um, model boats. So this might appeal to a little bit different of a crowd. Um, we hope it does actually, just because that's kind of what we're shows about our shows about, and we're you know like to bounce around. So we're gonna start our interview here with Bruce, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Todd's gonna be on the interview here in a minute, and uh, we'll see you on the other side of the interview. And just a quick reminder, guys, all of these interviews are brought to you by our patrons. So if you head on over to patreon.com forward slash HO Scale Customs, you can uh, help you know become a patron of the show, dedicate uh, like a monthly amount, anywhere from $2 a month to I think we have one that might be like $10 a month. And what it does is it allows us to you know pay for the recording equipment, pay for the, the call recording and everything. Okay, we have Bruce Nickerson on the line from Seaport Model Works and Boats and Fittings. I, I think that's the official title of your uh, your your business, right, Bruce? That's correct. That's right. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you joining us on our podcast, on the Benchtime podcast. I know it's been a little while since we've seen you in person, but we've my dad's gotten some stuff from you since then, and uh, um, we've done a few things of yours on our layout um, since the show that when we saw you last. But uh, how have you right. been? Oh, it's been great. You know, business has been good. We're having a lot of fun new products, and uh, it's just a, it's a great business to be in. We are, we're enjoying it. Very good. We, uh, we continue to enjoy it. I saw you, uh, and you have some new, my dad will probably ask you this too, but I saw you've been busy putting some new stuff out too, so hopefully we get a chance to talk to you about that. All right. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, hey, Bruce. Uh, 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 I know we saw you up last uh, last um, uh, was it November up at uh, Altoona at the uh, expo, and that's uh, right, Altoona. And we talked to you for a long time. In fact, you were probably you you were very receptive to us, and uh, you know you had you you know we got to ask you all kinds of questions up there. It was fascinating to listen to you, and you even you talked us into some boats that we were going to get anyways. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you you know one of the things that I liked about uh, talking with you up there was the fact that you you explained the history of your boats to us uh, of the ships and the boats that you had there um, you know you explained how you go about it and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later here um, yeah, yeah. but how you you know how you put some uh, historical background to the boats that you actually use and are prototypical and right. it, it was very fascinating and and you you it wasn't so much a selling point it was you proudly talking about 
something that you've put a lot of work into, and it made us feel good when we were customers buying it. And uh, you right. know, uh, and that, that was a huge thing for us. And uh, you That's made a wonderful. very impre- yeah. good impression. So, oh, thank you, thank you. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, good to hear. Uh, so let's let's uh, get into who Bruce Nickerson is and and uh, what got when did you start and what got you into model railroading? Uh, you know, like most of us, I I, I, I built models as a child, and I used to build uh, airplanes and out of fossil wood and fly them and crash them. And, and whenever I could get a boat kit, I'd get the boat kit and build that sink it, you know, and uh, just had a lot of good times in my life with the models as a child. And, uh, but what happened was basically, uh, I was, I, I got into end scale modeling and the fellow, the fellow that owned end, uh, was Neil's Engager. I, I built a badge for my end scale layout and Neil Connaby and his father saw it. And they said, boy, you should give us some of those to sell it, uh, a show we're going to over in Springfield. This was many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, nobody wanted that. And they said, oh, yeah. No, no. So I, I made up about, I don't know, maybe 50 of them for $16.95 a piece. And they brought them to the show. They sold every one of them. Well, I, <laughs> my hobby just became a business. So. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's pretty cool. Now, yeah. now was, was your... I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, um, you, you're when you were building the boots and such. Is you know when you were young, you started and you worked. We hear so much from these guys that we buy a lot of structures as well, and you know, we talk to these guys that do the structure business and uh, you know the train business, yeah. and they've. They, yeah. they were focused a lot on trains as kids modeling, and you seem to have been focused on the boats, which is really really cool. Is that was that yeah. it, or did you do the trains as well as a kid? Or no, no I you know, no, I, I really didn't have a lot of interest in trains. I had the I had the uh, you know the H old train that everybody had. I had a four by eight sheet of plywood that went around and did a figure eight. Uh, you know, but that was about it. But I had a waterfront on my railroad even then as a kid, right and. Boats, you know, I grew up with boats. Um, you know, learned how to sail, sail as a young, young you know, young person. Mm-hmm. Uh, just love being on the water. Uh, so I think that that's probably a lot of the reasons why I've gone in the direction of boats. I understand them. I know what makes them run. I know, you know, a little bit about hull design and what makes a boat go slow, boat go fast. So all those things, I think, just were, it was easier for me. I used the model railroad as a means to do my boating and modeling. That's basically what it came up to. Oh, okay. Well, to us, doing our layout that we have for, uh, Brett and I, for HS Scale Customs, uh, we do have trains and are functional. Um, We've talked about that before on our podcast, but to me, to us, it's not the trains. I mean, yeah, great. Yeah, we do have them on and, you know, it's, it's important to have it. I mean, any town has them. Okay. But, Right. For us, it's the scenery and everything else, and for and our biggest love for it. And I'm sure Brett will agree here. Yep, is what Brett doing uh, structures? Uh, sorry, and waterfront. And, well, we waterfront. have the waterfront. Oh, yeah. we have a huge waterfront. I'm sorry, I blew that <laughs> it's one. Huge. Six. How many feet do you got? How many how many feet of waterfront do you have? Uh, it's. I mean, <laughs> when we say huge, it's huge for us. We have. I gotta uh, see if I can show you some more boats here. We have about 16 feet of waterfront. 
Uh, Have you really? Yeah. Yeah, we wow. just, well, it wasn't. It was just a small harbor. <laughs> and after we built your boats and we put a couple of the structures that we had bought, we got addicted to doing waterfront and well, we just I actually, took the what, whole thing to the layout. What it was was I actually got addicted to making the water. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I fell it, in love with it, making the water look like real water between the different gel mediums and latex and everything. And I, I was like, Dad, I, right. I, I want to make more. I want to, I want to go the whole way down the end of the table. So we extended it the whole <laughs> yeah, way down yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Have, have you? I so have you done water yet? Have you? Have you? You've, you've made water, right? Well, only in we the, did. Only in we the, talked to you at the show about making water. We only did it in the yeah. wharf, though. We didn't do it the whole way down yet. Okay. Okay. I mean, I've been, we've been using. You know, uh, I basically learned from Dave Prairie the March Podge approach. That's what we and, use. Uh, you know, I like that. I mean, the only, you know, the only part about that is when you get a hot day, it's real sticky. Uh, if you've got something sitting on it, it's going to stick to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, 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 you know, that's the only downside to it. Uh, yeah. But Mod is quick to use. I like that. We had good results with the Mod Podge in the harbor. And, um, you know, we really enjoyed that. We, we, and we've got, we went and bought a gallon of that stuff. <laughs> we got a ton of it left. We got like too much of this stuff. We could probably go. We could probably get sixteen foot down the one side of the layout, and come back up, up the, the other, other side of the layout. Well, we could make it. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> what, what I tell people, a lot of people said they don't have a waterfront. You know, they probably talk to them at the shows, uh -huh. and you know, we'd love your boats, but they don't have a waterfront. And I explained to them, you know, really all you have to do is take a piece of board and nail it underneath the edge of your layout and just you know, screw it up and it come out three inches yep. and do a strip three inches along the side of your, your layout. Now you have a waterfront. Yep. And, exactly. uh, you know, that's all you really got to do. That's and about, I think, I hope hopefully people, people that's have done much that what, at home. That's pretty much what we did on the front end. Um, so the yep. wharf, the wharf actually cuts into the whole way across the backside of the, uh, the layout, the whole, the whole width of it. Yep. But the the water right. front that extends the whole way down all sixteen feet is uh it comes out about eight inches so it's about eight inches by sixteen yeah. feet. Um, oh, that's, that's that's really good. all we did yeah. was we just scabbed the piece onto the edge the whole way down. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's so that's cool. all you have to do. Yeah, I, I think sometimes people are afraid of it, and it's so simple. Oh, yeah. uh, it looks beautiful. I mean, and it, and it yeah. brings it brings a whole different dimension to the rest of your scenery. I mean, it does. Yeah, it, absolutely. And, and, and it gives you two different things. I'm probably taking things that you need to be saying to us, but it takes two different two. It's, it's the You had the scenery of the land and then you have the scenery yep. of the waterfront. So we find that when we're working on it, on the layout, we'll be on, we'll be, you know, I'll be stuck in a, we're doing an urban scenery. So we're, I'm doing right. a big city with the concrete roads and sidewalks and it's monstrous. But, I right, get bored with right. it after a while, and I'm like, you know what? Today, I'm going to work on the waterfront and give that a break a little bit. And, and right, you can right. come back and forth, and you can have the love of both, which is cool. But That's it. You know, and you don't have to put those boats fixed. You can, you can rotate them. You don't have to glue them down. I hope people don't glue them down. Yeah, uh, we have the it. ideal situation. Yeah, it's all because it. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's an ever-changing environment, obviously. Right, and but, you know, actually, I think uh, you're you know, the one that talked us into not attaching the boats to the layout right? up in the yeah. tuna. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, you know, and you shouldn't. I, I mean, I don't think you should. I, I I've got one botch that stuck to my my layout. Uh, I can't get it up, and if I tear it up, the watch bodge is coming up with it. So you know what? That bodge is staying That's where there. She's staying. Of the of it. Yeah, but other than that, I make sure I I keep those things moving around. But you know, the thing about water, and I I, I know people know this, but, I'll, but let me say it anyway. There's a book out. I, I forget who actually wrote it, but where, where the real needs to see. Uh, I just forget the author, and. I have read that book a couple of times, and I, I say read it, I've looked at a lot of pictures and read captions, but the, where the rail meets the sea tells the story. Without the rail, there wouldn't be a big, a big sea industry. Without the sea industry, there wouldn't be a big rail industry. They're kind of like the same. And in many cases, uh, the people who own the railroads own the ships. The people who own the ships own the railroads. Right. Uh, it, it was a, you know, it was the growth of this country was not just railroads. It wasn't just ships. It was both. And they, they obviously complemented one another. So to have a railroad uh, with a waterfront is, is, is so prototypically correct. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's exactly where we should be. Yeah. I remember going to a show, and uh, wasn't that many years ago. I won't name the show, but it was a show. And they announced that somebody had questioned why there was a uh, a uh, a model boatman at a train show, you know. And and I, I said, what? I, you know, we're we're the same industry, folks. You know, we, we it's shipping. It's all other. shipping. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of one of the reasons why we've tried to stay with as many commercial boats as we can. Right. That you know we stayed we stayed away from yachts and and, uh, and pleasure boats and tried to stay with the you know, with the, with the boats of industry, barges and tugboats and stuff like that. Because right. that is that would be more, although the other boats fit in fine, but for the, for the freight cargo onto the trains and trains onto the boats, it would have to be something commercial. Even the lobster boat. Mm-hmm. Lobsters come into harbor today. They're processed fishing drivers come into harbor today. The fish, the fish go to auction. Some of those fish go on the trucks, but some of those fish go on the trains, and they get hauled across the country. Right. Right. So, you, you, yeah, even the small harvest today—that's what's going on. Uh, so, anyway, I really yeah. think the water and the trains is one business, is one hobby. We have a we have a a pier, or yeah, it's a pier that goes out over the harbor. And I have it. Yeah. We have it where the track is built into the pier, and it goes out onto yeah. the over the water, and uh, you know, so we can unload boats onto the train cars. And I even put oh, a, yeah. I've just built a scratch built structure that's going to go over top of it, and um, it, you know, it's a it's kind of an unloading area with a jib crane. It'll unload it off the off the boat and into the into the. Uh, uh, rail car uh, from above, oh, yeah. and it's something oh, yeah. cool I'm yeah. toying with. Um, so hopefully, I'll wrap it up here soon. But but you know, it's like like you said. I mean, you have to. Yeah, it has to be hauled out of there somehow, and they're going to do that by train. Especially we modeled 1930s and 40s, and uh, right. that's that's you know that's that was the way to do it, plain and simple. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, one of the, one of the things that I I'm going to. I'm not so sure who's going to do the next six foot diorama. Uh, I told you quickly we have the we have the basic uh, board all laid out to do another new six foot diorama, and, and 
I worked on it for a couple of years and didn't do anything. He caves at it for a couple of years. He hasn't done anything. I'm going to take it back up here. But one of the things I want to put on this new, new layout is uh, actual structures on the piers with the sliding doors with the train on the other side of the building. So oh, that's the cool. building's become... Yeah, the building becomes a transfer building, a transfer a transfer point from the boat to the trains. Very um, cool. Yeah, because a lot of times what happened was freight came in, be it fish or, or uh, dry goods, and they were received and accounted for in the buildings and maybe stored, and then loaded onto the proper cars and then hauled away at some point in time. Right. So uh, I, I haven't seen a lot of that on, on layouts. Mm. Maybe there are, but I haven't seen a lot of it. But I think that's, that a, that's brilliant a structure. Idea. Yeah, and I and you can do that with a lot of detail. So that building can be very rustic. It can mm -hmm. it can have a lot of character to it. Sure. Uh, it, yeah. So I'm going to work on one of those. I've been actually been working on one to add to the existing layout we have right now that has the train coming out. Right. Because that's that's about as close as you're going to get to the the, the marriage between the ocean and the boats and the and the train. And, and your your website, you know, um, is, is seaportmodelworks.com. And uh, yep. I'm, I'm telling that for our listeners out there, you need to go and check this out. Um, it's a it's a really it, it, he's got some amazing, beautiful model boats uh, for HO, O scale and scale. Um, you know, it, it, he covers all three of them. Of course, he's got structures as well. Uh, they're you yep. know, they're, some tools. They're, yeah, tools, structures, you know, and, and that's great. It's all, all it, but not just that. You have the parts. You have nautical parts. You have anchors. And, you know, uh, I bought some, um, uh, oh, shoot, I, I'm not real good on all my nautical terms. The big metal thing yeah. you tie your boats off onto. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 bullets. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought a bunch of that kind of stuff from you. Uh, I had it sent before Please. I went to the expo. I got some stuff from you. And I'm yeah. going to be placing another order with you soon because, obviously, we've got 16 foot of uh, stuff coming. I uh, love that. Uh, I love the waterfront feet, we got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, we, I, yeah, I try to get people to do three feet. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's but, it's um you know but the people need you all all your listeners need to go and and, and check out his stuff. Now look, it it's not just for the model railroader, obviously. It, no, he has right. boats with haul, um, with the full haul, and then of course a boat with that are um, waterline, like we would use right. for our our our. Oh, our waterfront. However, right. you know, if you decide you just want to build a model boat, and I've been thinking about that a little bit, just to put on a shelf, you have that as yeah. well. And that's, that's really right. Cool. That's right. That's right. The, uh, the I think the most beautiful one we have is the is the quarter inch uh, the old scale lobster boat, and old scale, and that's that comes in full hull as well as well as waterline. Uh, that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful standalone model. Mm -hmm. But the reason. The reason we put the full hull out there, as well as the water line, was because, in reality, many times uh, boats of the sea or of the lake are up on the waves or up on land, okay? They're not always in the water anyway, so a realistic layout would have boats sitting up on land or on the waves, the waves being the train or the track that pulls them up into a building or on land to be repaired, to have repair work done. Right. Mm -hmm. So... A full hull boat is to have on your layout 
is really going to look cool. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's the ultimate. Right. So if you can do that, you, you've captured the whole picture huh. of the water and the post oh, yeah. land. Yeah. yeah you know, going back to the going back to the pots and stuff, uh, uh, Todd, Brett, mm -hmm. uh, I want to comment on that. You know, one of the things that we've been trying to do, and I can't say we've been extremely successful at it, uh, since we went to business, I don't know when it was back in the eighties, we've been trying to promote a scratch building. And that's the reason why we sell pots. And we also sell pot, we sell blank hulls. We sell blank cabins and, and, and uh, blank uh, uh, pilot houses and stuff like that. The reason we're doing that is we're trying to promote that you designed your own boat. We, you know, I was you buy ask a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and you can do that. You know, it's so easy to do. With, you know, we give you the basic thing, which is the hull, mm -hmm. and then from there, once you have your hull, the rest of the construction of that boat is not much different than building a building structure. Okay, it's just like building a building. Uh, right. So it's the same talent. It's the same tools, that, uh, and then. And then in adding the castings, the, the bolts, the bits, the, the cleats, the lights, and stuff like that. All right, and that rounds it off as being a, a bolt structure. Right. But, you know, we'd love to see more people doing, not buying our kits necessarily, but creating from our pots their own bolts. Right. And, and that would be a wonderful thing to see more well, of I'll happen. tell you what, I'll take you up on that. And yep. I love a challenge. I think I'd like to try that. I was just looking at, yeah. at your site as you're talking, and I saw all these talls, and it looks like something I, I would really get into trying to do that. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. 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 It's a one of that's, one. You'll never have, there'll never be one like that. And that's. Oh, and, 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 don't, and don't worry about, and, you know, you don't have to worry about being prototypically correct either right. because. Yeah. There's some strange-looking folks out in that, in that ocean, I'll tell you. Well, and that's what so we just... Says, yeah. That's what yeah. we, we just got to, to... Last episode, we had um, Howard Zane on our podcast. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, And sure. he, he was saying that, uh, you know, his favorite... Even though he designs... He's designed a bunch of kits and done a lot of work in that, you know, laser-cut kit industry. Um, yeah. As far as design work, he was saying the same thing, that he gets more enjoyment out of people scratch-building stuff and taking taking pieces and parts from all these other kits and, and throwing something together that, you know, no one's ever seen before. So it's exactly. cool. It's cool to hear exactly. you resonate the same exact thing that almost all these other guys say. And, and we'll agree with you the same thing. Cause we love, we love scratch building too. And, and, uh, scratch building a boat would definitely be a fun one. So maybe we're, we're going to have to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, Absolutely. Like that. I hope you do. And I hope you listeners do too. I really do. We, we, yeah, we make, you know, cool. we're, we're better off, we're better off selling you a kit, but I've got to tell you, we want you to do the scratch. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, we do. I'll, on your kits, I, I built that sardine, uh, carrier. It was the oyster buyback boat sardine carrier. And That's I got right. from you at the show and I'll tell yep. you, it's a, it's a resin cast and, um, yep. the parts are resin cast it, and it is absolutely, it was, it was a lot. It wasn't just like. I built so many structures. It's unreal. I love to do them. I got a whole pile of them here to do now. But yep. I yep. had so much fun 
with this, and it was the total diversity of what I've been doing, and right. you know, and they, you could get creative with it, and uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't hard to put together at all. The castings were were precise, and they were. You know, didn't need a lot of trim work at all on them. Um, they were very well done. They were, you know, very, t- very. You got you do a very good job of casting these, and um, it, it was it was so it was so fun to put together. I did have a couple parts. I was, your directions are your directions are impeccable, and when I and we've been that's having, hard to find. We've talked to no, you're right, and we've talked to a couple recently uh, that have. Uh, some recent guests that we've had on that, uh, with their structures, and they also had impeccable instructions. Um, uh, Kenny Crump, and uh, we talked yep. to recently, yep. and then, um, but these guys, you know, it, it, it says a lot. I mean, the the people that that are that are doing well in this industry and and producing, you know, these models are the ones right. that are putting together a nice. Uh, instruction kit and what was neat about yours is that boat you included the history of the boat you know what yep. it did uh, so as yep. you're putting it together i know what this boat did as well right i knew, I knew what its job was and um yep. that was that was really really cool the instructions were neat and if i got and it you had enough tables on there for a non-nautical person because I, you know, I love boats too. Yep. I love to be. A, a, we're modeling the uh, the eastern Maryland, well, eastern Maryland's, you know, area that kind of area. Yep. Uh, Baltimore, right, right. that kind of thing. But yep. I love yep. that region. I just don't know. I don't know the names of the parts on the boats and everything. And you list them all, and you tell you know where they go, where you know where you know what they do. That kind of thing. It's yep. all right yep. there on your directions, and it made it so much easier. When I was done, I felt like I knew so much more about the boat itself. Good. And good. Yeah. That's what and, we're supposed to be doing. That's good. You put other parts in it. There's some of your kits I see. I mean, they obviously they have some, you have some, uh, you know, scale timber, that type of thing that has to go to it. And I understand that. Brett, yeah. Brett I believe, bought a barge, and he had I bought some. The, uh, two, uh, you had, to start out, I did the two pack barge kit you had. <laughs> The little barges. Right. Which one was it, Brett? It was the barge kit that had two different bar- little barges in it. Uh, okay. I'm not, not, sure, not sure which one that is. It no. was called... I'm on your site right now. Hang on a second. <laughs> it was... Um, ba, 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 ba. But I loved it because of the... Well, you, do you find it? Yeah, it's just a laser-cut HO barge kit. Uh, yeah. It's, and it's, oh, okay. It's, okay. It's got two. Okay. It's got two small little barges in it. Oh, okay. Now you know that that kit was designed and built and designed and produced by Doug Fiscali. Oh, wow. And yeah, I couldn't help but carry that. That's okay. All right. Well, yeah, I, I did. No, pick, and, and, I, and that was a. That was the best five of the money, I'll tell you. That little <laughs> I, I, yeah, you got. We've had kids. him on the I show got, uh, last month. He's a good guy too. Right, I got uh, yeah. two, two, yeah. bo- two boats for twenty bucks, and uh, I made the one into like a yeah. little. It's got a whole bunch of old oil drums stuck on it, and uh, that's right. Oh yeah, we 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 put together a uh, yeah Seaport put together a package to right. make that a better kit. Uh, not a better kit, but a more comprehensive kit. Right, that's well, what we did. I just, I just looked in my yeah. bin. I looked in my bin full of old uh, detail parts and just loaded it up full of barrels. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's that was cool, a cool. That was cool for twenty bucks. It was, it was a cool thing to just get my feet wet with boats, and uh, now I'm itching to do more. Right. So, right, and, and, right. 
And for the yeah. listeners out there that are doing, speaking of barges, that are doing, um, you know, your your more larger shipping type industry, you have some yeah. very large barges as well. That's and, right. And we, we, yeah, they're what they call. We we try to stay again. We're trying to stay with the, uh, you know, with the, with the uh, the industry rather than. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rather than doing a houseboat, we're going to do a barge. And we, we started off doing spud barges. Spud barges, basically, the spuds are what hold the barge in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, these spuds go down through the water into the soil at the, at, you know, the bottom of the ocean and hold the barge in place. And then that barge uh, does whatever it has to do, whether it's whether it's uh, grading the bottom of the, the, the channel or putting a riprap in of, of rock and stone, mm-hmm. putting bridge pilings in. Uh, but basically, again, it's an industrial use. And the thing about barges is this. There probably are very few barges that have ever duplicated in the real world. You know, a barge is usually built specifically for a specific function. So you can take a piece of pine board and make a barge, uh, or maybe just uh, take a piece of pine board and do a little work around the edge of the around the edge, but put a cabin on that, put a derrick on there, and a boom, or a mast and a boom, and you got a barge. Yeah. And there's no, you know, you can do that with scrap wood from around your house. Right. Uh, and it, because, because there's, there's no one barge. Right. It's just a, that whole thing is a whole industry by itself. <laughs> I, I think uh, George George Barrett did a wonderful barge with years back. I don't. It's not being produced anymore, but I do see them on people's layouts. Uh, well, so with the sardine I, I, boat, with the sardine yeah. boat, I'll tell you, I had fun with the neat thing about it was I, I came up with my, I, you know, you could design your own paint schematic. I put rust down the boat. I looked up, I looked up oyster buyback boats, and uh, apparently, apparently, those are very popular boats to restore. And there's lots of people that, what the hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. That was my computer telling me I had an email and I'm sorry to not turn that off. Um, uh, It's, it's a, uh, (laughs) I did not expect that. It scared me. So you have um, the, uh, these people that are out there, they, they buy these boats up and they restore them. And I did not think that these oyster boats would be, um, or sardine boats would be. Uh, they, they, I guess, they use them for their own personal vessels. And that's uh, right. They, 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 they become yachts. And yeah, there's like clubs out there. <laughs> yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. And I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I know on the sardine boat and the bit up here, there, there are ten that I know of that have been restored. Mm-hmm. There are still a couple sitting in the water. There was one in Rockland about a year ago that hasn't been restored. Uh, but most of them have been. I think the Pauline's been restored. The buy boat, I'm not sure of. I'm not sure of how many buy boats down south have been restored. But I've seen pictures of some real beautiful work. There's a the, lot in the Chesapeake the, region. Is it? Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't, you see, the thing about a buy boat and a, and a the siding carrier was they had to be a fast boat. They couldn't be a slow boat because the front, what they were doing was they were getting fish and produce to market on a on a very strict time basis. They they go out to the to the herring uh, boats 
pick up the pick up the sardines in the ocean and race them back to the canning facilities along the Atlantic Seaboard. Hmm. Well, from what I understand, you only had 24 hours to get a sardine into a can before it turned to mush. Uh. So that boat, that boat had to be very fast. Well, fast is good. People like fast in their yards. Yes. And the design of that boat was very, you know, it's just a beautiful boat anyway. And the, the, the bow came up, the, right. the, you know, the, the stern, the way it flattened out, rounded out. Uh, it was just a beautiful hull anyway. They say that the original sardine carriers, uh, many of them were uh, schooners. Mm. And they were, they were then, you know, rebuilt into sardine carriers. So that's well, the first the- kit that we ever came out with was the boat the kit you bought. Ah. Well, I'll tell you and, what, and I, I love did, it. I love the, I love, I, I mentioned the, the decking on it and how I use special paints on there to make it look like a real yeah. wood decking. And uh, it's right. really awesome, you know, and it, it was, it was really cool. I had a lot of fun with that part of it. It was probably the most fun, uh, but it was, a, it was ahead, a really neat model to make. And, and also I bought from you um, prior to that show, I had ordered um, some, of your channel markers uh, that you had, and yep. Yep. Uh, they were also a, a whole lot of fun, and it was neat. One of my friends, uh, who is he lived in the, you know, he he lives in the Baltimore area now, um, right? And he he was a uh, worked for the Coast Guard, and he was one of the yep. people who go out and clean the bird poop off of the off of the channel markers when he first started <laughs> in the Coast Guard. And so he was talking yeah. all about the, the channel markers and sending me photos of the colors that they would be, um, you yeah. know, how a certain time and and uh, certain a certain time in history, I guess in the early 80s, they switched from uh, going to the, I guess they had green markers and red markers, and they got away from the green and went, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, they had, they have green markers now. And red markers, yeah, right? But um, right back then, they had black markers and red markers. That's right. And uh, and, he, and he was yep. telling me all about that and sent me the information. He was just thrilled that I was building it, so he could give so he could give me his experiences on it. And and uh, yeah, it was yeah. Really cool. It was it, it was yeah. that was a really neat model to make. A little tricky, uh, but it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you did temple fingers for that one. Yeah. 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 And, you do. But it, yeah. so I screamed at it a few times. <laughs> good, that's good, that's good. Yeah, we've been we've been we've been building them up. I've been, but I have a few extra moments. I build them up here. I've been packaging them and selling them already assembled as well. Uh, it's funny we've been selling quite a few of them already built. So you know, it's they're a nice they're a nice it's a nice design for a, for for a marker. It really is. Yeah. So, hey. And that's you also, going, going back to, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go back to the, uh, go back to the, uh, uh, sardine carrier for a second. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that, uh, that's, that's the first kit that I ever came out with in terms of a kit, uh, an actual kit to build. And but that, the hull of that, I built that from what they call stations. That hull is, is, is built from the original drawings of an original ship that had been put, that were blown down, reduced reduced down to size, and then I made templates. And then what you do is you hand you hand carve and hand hand sand that hull, 
And so that hull is precisely what the hull would have been on the Pauline, mm. which, which oh. was a, uh, yeah, that's probably the only hull that I've done that was precisely done to a proto to a prototype. Okay, the, the rest of them are more that, generic. That's really cool. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, that's just a great kit, and yeah. it's a good it's a good kit for anybody to start off with, mm -hmm. because you you get everything, and it's but it's not complicated. Right. Yeah. I think that's what what you told me at the show, and it taught me into buying it. <laughs> good, 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 yeah. good. I, I'm doing my job. That's good. That's good. Now you also <laughs> you also have boats that are already built up, and that's cool. It's not just for the model railroader. This is for other people. Uh, you're not just in the model railroad business, right? That's correct. We we do have a we do have a, uh, a clientele outside the, the, the you know the model railroad in industry. Uh, we've never. We've never really gone after that business. We're getting it through word of mouth, uh, right? And it's fine. It's it's, a, it's fine. Uh, you know, it, it's it's okay. We're, we're happy with it. We thought about really going out, pushing in that area. There's there's a lot of competition out there in that area, right. and I'm not sure where we're where we're in the quarter inch, in the 187 scale, and the 116 scale. If that's the scale that that market is in, they seem to be in a larger scale. Right. So, right. you know, we're not, we're not sure. We're not sure if we want to go out there and really push that. But we right. do have a we do have a market for we have a market for built. We call them built ups. Mm -hmm. uh, we I can be. I, there's been times when I've been so busy building boats for people that I haven't gotten my kits out at all. And so it, I just got <laughs> new kits out. So well, it's, speaking uh, of new kits, what you got? Okay, we got, you know, we're just about ready to release. Well, I, I, when I say I'm ready to release something, that means about six months away. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I like to think everything's going to be out in 30 days, but it never is. We're doing a, a what they call a Western dragger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the concept of dragging for fish is that they put nets over the boat, on the side of the boat, and they drag the nets through the water, and they, they pull the fish up because the fish get caught in the nets. Mm -hmm. And... There's all different types of draggers. We we now do what they call an eastern dragger that has side that has side uh, doors on it, and, and the, the nets go off the side of the boat. Well, the western dragger has the pilot house forward, and it has usually a square back, and the nets roll off the back of the boat, and that's what they call a western dragger. Okay. Uh, we got one coming out. It's about a 50 footer HO. About seven inches long. It's it's a beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful kit. Uh, Is that the one you had this morning on? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's on your Facebook page. Which, by the way, that's, he has a Facebook right. page as well out there. Yep, we'll so people it. get on Facebook and check out uh, Seaport Model Works on Facebook as well, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah please, we're, we're, we're trying. <laughs> I'm trying to learn Facebook. That's a wonderful <laughs> thing. <laughs> but uh, I think I, 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 it this morning it looks really cool. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that that's going to be a nice kit, and hopefully we're going to be able to keep the price down. It will be a total. At this point, it's going to be totally resin. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it may end up with a with a, a laser cut uh, pilot house on it. Uh, it's going to have a, a new casting on it called the poly ball, which is those balls that you see hanging over the sides of boats. Yeah. Uh, that, that cast 
is being made right now. Hopefully, I'm going to pick him up this weekend down to uh, Crow, Crow River. Leo and Randy uh, are making that for me. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm really excited about this one. It's really, it really is a nice, nice kit. Well, uh, that may have to be one of our new boats on our new waterfront, Brett. Definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. going to be ready? You think you'll be ready by Expo? Because we're going to be at the Expo. I think... Yeah, I, I don't. I, I I definitely think it will be. Uh, it's to the point right now, I just I'm ready to make rubber moles. You don't stop pouring resin. So that's if I get to that point, that kid is, you know, is, is in good shape. The other one that we've been working on is uh, is another tight boat, uh, primarily out of the St. Lawrence Seaway, but not restricted to St. Lawrence Seaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, called the Foundation Tug, which is a very very large going back in the early 1900s to 1970. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were an offshore type, and the foundation was a very famous one. Holly uh, Mopon wrote a book about it, The Gray Seas Under. Great book to read. It'll explain that tug and all the wonderful things it did. That's a kit that is about 80% done, and the reason we did that kit was we have a good friend in Canada who actually scratched Bill one in H.O., and I saw it, and I asked him if he'd mind if I did a kit. This was about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he said, Bruce, love to have you do it. So he sent me drawings and everything, and all started working on it. Uh, <laughs> that kit should be out, hopefully, by, by Springfield. Oh, that'd be great. That's gonna be, yeah, that's really a, a classic, uh, you know, and a, a, just a, a wonderful piece of history right. that that boat will be. So that's the other thing, too, is most of these boats that we come out with, I'd say... 90, 90, 95% of them had a lot of historical background to them. You were telling us about right. that at the show, yep. the amount of uh, the amount of research you put into put, putting out a kit in in general is, is extensive. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. And it's not just me doing the work. You know, I, 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 I sound like, you know, I don't want that. I have a lot of friends in, that, that are just as interested in boats as I am. Mm-hmm. And I, I talk to them on a regular basis. We exchange ideas. We exchange drawings. Uh, uh, so a, a lot of what's going into these posts, yes, is, is Bruce. But a lot of it is also Bruce's friends that have been right. very, very helpful over the years. You know, one of them being George Barra uh, from mm-hmm. you know, Models. And uh, George was, a, was probably one of the reasons why we've been so successful is because of George and his input into what we do. He, I'll tell you, Josh is a critic, but he's accurate. <laughs> and, uh, he's <laughs> Good to have people so, like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so that's where the historical part comes. Most of us like the history. I think the coolest one that I saw whenever we were in Altoona with you was the, um, I think it was a police boat that you were working on, or you had. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that, that was, was that very was cool. Area. Yeah, and that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful boat. I mean, it really is. That could be a that could be used as a yacht, uh, a police boat. Uh, it could be used as a tugboat. Uh, that was the first. I think that was the first police boat in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm mean, in a harbor. I think that's yeah, oh, wow. in Baltimore, Maryland, in a harbor. I was uh, just I was impressed. That was a yeah. that was one of the cool. I, for me, that was just a cool takeaway from. Uh, from what I remember, you had—I mean, you had a ton of cool stuff, and I—and I, that police boat just stuck in my head. 
Yeah, yeah, that that's a that is this, the superstructure on that boat is uh, is all laser cut. That is one nice kit. <laughs> um, I think we did it when I painted. I did it to the prototype colors. I'm trying to pull it up on the line here now. Yeah, that that's pretty much prototypically what it was. The colors, but mm -hmm. I'd often I but I think about building another one and doing it white, doing a superstructure in white. Okay. And I, that, that, I think that would be really nice. Is that really the, nice. um, the, the, I'm probably not saying it right. The Lannan? That's the Lannan. Yes, yeah. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. That I'm yeah. again, I'm like, ah, oh, that's such a cool, it's such a cool model. But, I'd uh, love to have a tug. Yeah. I'd love to have a tug on our layout or that Derek barge you have is pretty cool looking too. And I think you were telling us about that at the show, the Derek barge, um, how you, is that the one that has the cabin on it that, that was uh, done? Uh, you can actually see through the boards. Uh, the board yeah, that was on the, the latest one. That's right. That that was a little a little a little one. I just came out with about a year ago. Yeah. And uh, when I molded that thing, what I did was I put resin in the mold, and then I poured the resin on. Uh -huh. And and, and I, just as just before it dried, I take a brush and brush the resin so that it would look like the boards are all rotten away. Yeah, it looks great. It's a, it's a really yeah. cool looking kit. That's uh, yeah. that's on yeah. my list. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a nice little that's a nice little barge. Right. That's an easy barge for a lot of people to put on their layouts because of the size. Mm -hmm. It's right. a small one. However, prototypically that that size is good. That's a good. That would be a prototypically correct barge. Right. Okay. That's right. Something that small. Yeah. And then, and then of course, the other one I like on, on there, and I'm not sure how much of a, in the Harbor Steam Tug, uh, it's a 53-incher, a 53-footer, and then you also have a, a larger one, a 78 Steam Tug. Uh, either one, I'm a really pretty cool. So that's that's kind of like next on my list. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's the Tug Exodus, the big one. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a... That's, that's been around a long time. We, we've sold a lot of that, a lot of that kit. That comes in this full hull also. It's a beautiful full hull model for, for your mantle. So, uh, that particular one. So I want to kind of, I want to kind of get back into a couple questions here, Bruce, if you don't mind. Um, Go right ahead. Uh, so if you guys, I know, and I just like, I'd like to, I just like to know this because it's fun to ask each person that either builds or designs their own stuff. If you had to hold like one design or one kit or a, something that you build up uh the closest to your heart like your fate your the one thing that you uh you know your your most prized build that you've done if you if you have one unless you're unless they're all you know in competition with each other what would be your favorite build that you think you've done uh, of your own oh uh, okay um like the the one that just tugs well, at your heartstrings. I, 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 I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna pick one that i designed totally okay okay that i that i did okay That I, that I hold the dearest, it would probably be the sardine carrier. The sardine carrier, uh, the H one fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would, that would probably be the one that. And then the next one would be, we don't nobody talks about much, but I really love it. Is what they call the Islander transport transporter, mm -hmm. which is uh, our number H one twelve. Oh that yeah, boat, that's a cool one. Yeah, that boat has a lot of history. It goes back to World War Two. It's still running today out to Monhegan Island. 
And so I think it goes into stoning. Um, I know it goes to Mark Egan Island. Uh, that kit that just, uh, it just came out so well. And then the third one would be the land and the police boat. Okay. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, the, and the reason I love those three is because they're so close to being exactly what the original boats were. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a dragger, there are thousands of draggers out there, all different designs. I love the draggers. I love doing them because you can, whatever you do, you put it right. You can make a mistake and it's right. <laughs> uh, They're kind of like but, scratch uh, building. But that's right, exactly. A, a steam ferry is the same thing. You know, you you can you can make you know, the tugboat's the same thing. You can make all kind of variations to it, and it's and a lobster boat's the same way. Uh, some mm-hmm. people say there's only one lobster boat. A lobster boat's a lobster boat. Oh, it's not true at all. There are, there are there are hundreds of designs of lobster boats. But when it came down to, to the sardine carrier and the island transporter and the land and police boat. They were built specifically to a very specific boat. Mm-hmm. And That's very that cool. to me was a challenge and we, we did it well. Well, and, you know, I, and my dad actually did the sardine carrier himself. So, uh, yeah, that's I, a, I, I, yeah. What was neat was when I did that and I was finished with it, um, my wife and I took a weekend trip um, back in March down to Annapolis and uh, just stayed down there in the historic district and took walked all over the town. And there's a little maritime museum there, uh, yep. that sits there and you can go in there and they have inside the building, they have a restored, historical, restored uh, sardine Carrier in there, oyster, oyster by. Do they really? Yep, it's in wow, there. Wow, about a sixty-five footer. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I would. I don't think it was that long. Um, it was really. Well, they had uh, Yeah, they had them shot. Yeah. It might have. It might have been. It might have been that long. I'm not sure. I didn't measure it off. <laughs> you know, I was just sitting there yeah. looking at going, and I said to, I said, I built that boat. That's that's what I built. Yeah. It was really cool. Good, good. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that was that was cool. And then so that made me reflect on it. And so I'm down there looking at boats after I've built one of yours. Uh, it made me yep. more aware of uh, the stuff that you see down in a, in a in a town such as that, where you know nautical is very you know, very big. You know, so right, but right. Yeah, it was it was um, it was really cool. You know, we learned a yeah, lot from it. Uh, That's good. good. I got to tell you about one other boat that hmm. we came out with. It's the uh, it's called the Workboat Lighter. It's H one thirty three. That boat is uh, I call it a lighter, which which a lighter removes freight off of a barge or off of another ship. Oh yeah, that's a and puts it, it moves and puts the uh, the freight onto another vehicle. Okay, that's why they call them lighters. Uh, a tugboat could be a lighter. This particular lighter, H-133, could also be a fishing boat. But what happened here in this one, we got a, somebody sent me a photograph of this boat, and it was a very bad photograph. But from the photograph, I was able to determine what it was, and it was a homemade boat. And, and that really is a homemade boat, that H-133. Yeah, the pilot house. Yeah, the, the pilot house, there's two pilot houses, they both come off of different boats. The deck house came off of, deck, the deck house came off of another boat, and they threw it onto this hull, and they right. built this boat. So it's a real launch barge of boats. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, we built it from a photograph, the kit, and uh, 
I got a phone call. I don't know about a year later, this fellow says, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know who he was. He says, uh, I see you built my boat. <laughs> and I says, what? <laughs> he, he, you know, he was, he was kind of quiet, you know, and I'm, uh, what's this? And he says, yeah, you, you built my boat. Uh, you built the, uh, the, 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 uh, the lighter. And I said, which one? He said, he, he knew the number. And, uh, I says, yes, I did. I says, so-and-so gave you the photograph of that. He said, well, that photograph is mine. <laughs> so, so I thought, I'm thinking this fellow wanted, uh, you know, some reaction on this. Right? Yeah. yeah, right, right. I'm getting a little nervous. I, I still played it kind of cool. And, and the conversation went on, and finally he says, listen, he says, if you if you want me more photographs of more posts, just let me know. I'll give them to you. Oh, wow. You oh, that's know, cool. Yeah, and it, I, 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 I don't want to give his name out, but, I, yeah. you know, he was a real gentleman. and He was just so happy. And we took one of his photographs and we made a boat from it. And, uh, did he say that, uh, did he, was he, uh, was he impressed with the accuracy of it or? Um, I don't remember, I don't remember that part of it. Okay. Uh, I think I was a little, I was a little bit nervous in the call. You were just relieved that he was, <laughs> he was, you were just relieved that he was cool with it all. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Right. 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 So, uh, a real gentleman, and the man that gave me the photograph originally has been very helpful for the, for the years with photographs. That's very so, cool. Uh, that that's, was, a, that was, that's a nice kit, by the way. That's a fun kit. They, to do. I like that steam pipe that comes out of the top of it. That looks really cool, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, um, on, on your um, your module, or your your your, your your layout that you have that you take to the shows. Uh, you've yep. been, yeah, you've been reworking that. I've been reading, or um, well, is that... you know, I, I'm, I'm adding. I've been, I've been adding. Uh, I've had, I haven't done a whole lot. I put, I'm putting some, some built up uh, lobster pots on the piers. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a, a building on the end of the far right where I right earlier I talked about the sliding doors for the freight transfer. Hopefully, I'll have that on there by the next show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my my real interest is now is to build another one. Yeah. And, and, I, and uh, I think it's either going to be I'm going to build one or Dave Ferry's going to build one. Okay. And it's kind of hard for both of us to do it because he lives in the cave I live in the Hampshire. <laughs> so but I'm going down sometime in the next 30 days to pick it up and bring it back up here and I made room in the shop for it. Hopefully I'll do something with it. Maybe right. what I'll do is I'll get it where I want it and then ship it back down to Dave and have Dave finish it. Uh, uh, something of that nature. Well, the one you have uh, now that you, we saw at the show, and and, yeah. and I want my listeners to understand, when you go to these shows, I mean, the, the vendors that are there, uh, such as Bruce here, um, they're you know, they're, 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 I have not met a one that wasn't approachable. And this is how this hobby rolls anyways. We all know that. But um, it, you you had this, Bruce here has uh, an amazing, I guess it was, it's, I don't want to call it a layout or a diorama so much. It's a, it's a, it's a large um, display. And what it does, it, yep. it has a whole harbor front or a waterfront area. It looks like a harbor of, of sorts. And it has, you know, all your structures and the structures you sell, the, all the boats you sell. Yep. And it's an entire town and it displays it 
in beauty. And it's, it's eye-catching for us when we saw it. I, I, I must have went down that aisle over the course of three days over and over yeah. and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> it was it was one of those things that it's it's and you know other people had similar things but yours to me was very it was it it it, it captured a new england feel to it and it was it was just it it, it was uh, because i knew everything you had there was for sale by checking out all your stuff it made it really neat to see what context that model i could do I could put that into what situation, and um, right, you know, right, it's a great selling point too, obviously. But um, it's, right. it's that's right. But it was it's it's a piece that you're not just there to buy; you're there to learn, and um, exactly and get inspiration. Exactly. Right. And yeah. Get inspiration. Yeah. 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 I, um, absolutely. You, you left that impression that, with us. That, our, we went harbor. We went. We went waterfront crazy after we talked to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I, hope, I think that's been a big inspiration to a lot of people. That uh, this, this, that particular diorama was built by Dave Rary. He did the diorama. I did the boats. Uh, one He's of the buildings amazing, I designed. Huh? Yeah, and uh, then about two years ago, I got tired of looking at it. I said, Dave, I just had a look at this. He says, yeah, I am. Um, we, we tore it apart. And we rebuilt it with two new, two or three new buildings on it, mm-hmm. two of which we offer in kits, the Gillies Boat Repair and uh, Captain Hook's lobster, lobster Building were added to it. So it became a brand new, and we added, we added the waterway to it, uh, work coming in from the mainland into the harbor. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Dave did, Ninety percent of that restoration, re, you know, redoing it. Did a, right. I, think he, I think he did a uh, video of it while he was doing it. Yes, there's several so, videos on your stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. The, 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 uh, he, the hardest part about doing that, I think, was building the lighthouse. Oh yeah, that, that was the yeah, that was a tough <laughs> tough kit. That, that was actually a kit put out by uh-huh. Bruce Sparrow many many years ago. Mm-hmm. That, that lighthouse. That's a beautiful lighthouse so, too, and yeah. Um, now, when when you mentioned Dave, um, I was just going to get into the videos. There are how for our listeners out there. There are how to videos available on YouTube uh, on uh, that Dave teaches um, how to do waterfront scenery or regular scenery um, as well, and building placement, all that type of thing. They're available online. Uh, you can buy those videos, I believe, as well that Dave has, and there's some that he has available on uh, on his on YouTube through, I believe, his his YouTube channel. Right, but. They, right. they all feature um, Bruce's uh, you know, diorama, and it's uh, that's what it, you know him building it, and it was it's really cool. So now, if you come to the show and you go look at Bruce's stuff, you'll 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 be able to see that, which is it's it's pretty cool because it was those as much as us seeing it live, those videos that we saw um, helped us to learn like with the Mod Podge like you explained before right and, uh, right that type of thing and we learned by watching right. Dave on your diorama so it was even, even right. more inspiration yeah. that's right yeah Dave Dave we, we, uh, Dave did a shot diorama uh, a shot video of the March Podge and that's on our website that can be looked at immediately we also sell all of Dave's uh, 
uh, videos on the website as well. Uh, Dave's a, you know, he's, he's, a, he's an artist, that's all there is to it. And uh, yeah. there are a lot of artists out there, and, and they're all good, and Dave's one of them. You know, he's just, uh, yeah. when it comes to the waterfront, I feel very comfortable working with Dave. That's Definitely. Great. He, well, he did a smash-up job on the first one, so... Yeah. I, uh, yeah he's yep, a true yep. artist. And it's fun to listen to yep. him talk if you're not from New England. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, you do, yeah, you, do, you, you folks do have an accent down there. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no way we have an accent. What's it? We're from central yeah. Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's pretty funny. Well... Well, I'll let you well, know my my boss my boss at my other job is actually he's from Boston, um, so I'm used yep. to, I'm used to yep. a I'm used to a similar accent. And now, don't be offended. I don't want to I don't want to offend anyone saying that you have a Boston accent. That's not what I meant. But uh, <laughs> but there's a whole the whole Northeast is a, is a funny uh, you know mix of different uh, accents. Yes, yeah, everybody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I lived in Maine for. You know, about thirty years of my life, so <laughs> I kind of think that you know there might be some main, some some you know main accent there, but Boston, but they have this Boston proper accent, <laughs> the Jack Kennedy kind of accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if that's real or not. I don't know. I'm not, I, I, I well, I listen to it daily, so it, it is a uh, I confirm. Right. So but, yeah, yeah. Well. No, but that, um, everything was. We, uh, I think we okay, covered ahead, a bunch. Brent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we covered a lot. Is there is there anything else you wanted to share I, with us? Anything new coming up? Or well, no. We just we got that. We, we got that. Uh, well, you know, you know, I got the two things I told you about mm-hmm. the, uh, and then the, the thing is, is what happens sometimes with us is we I get on the shop and. On a, on a Tuesday or a Wednesday and I'll see a project that I started five years ago and I'll get excited about it and do it and in 30 days it'll be a new kit. So that's that to happen too. I've got, I've got about 20 kits that are 50 to 75% done. They're all pending, um, you know, right? Way, <laughs> which is good, you know, it's good, especially if you got a show you got to do and you, you, you got you to do something fast. That doesn't happen with us. It doesn't. We, we don't, you know, we don't do that. You know, I, I try not to make a boat for a show. Yeah. Because then it becomes, then it becomes, it's, it's a business thing. Right. I try to do a boat because I want to do a boat. Right. I was going to ask you, do you model for yourself, Bruce? Do you like to just some? Yeah, I, I do. I do. Yeah. And, you know, and that, and that part, that, that part has been set back quite a bit over the years because of the business. Mm-hmm. But I still do it. If you come to my if you come to my office, my shop, you'll see, you know, it's loaded with models that I've built. Right. So right. Uh, I enjoy looking at them, and I'm not going to give that part of it up. I yeah. really enjoy doing structures as well. So some of the really unique structures. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, I I get as much I get as much fun out of that to get away from boats a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I go do a building and spend a lot of time in the weathering. It's usually a nautical building, you know, a maritime building, but that's okay. Sure, uh, yeah. That I, I enjoy that. I, You know, I think in order for us to keep coming up with stuff that's that's really means something and is unique, that we really have to like what we do. Right. And, you have to have a passion. And, uh, that's right. And this is not a business. 
to get into to become a millionaire. Yeah. So, you know, so you can, when you come into this thing, if you realize that and you, and you don't have trouble, you do not have trouble taking time to enjoy it. Right. Uh, right. If you come in thinking you're going to make a lot of money, you're going to be supportive. You wouldn't want to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, and, and I would, so, and I would guess, did, I would guess, mu- I would guess much of the work that you and not just you and all of the kit manufacturers that we've talked to and and to talk to, um, but they all do it. Probably, you probably get more enjoyment out of the uh, seeing the the art of it and what your customers can create. Um, obviously, there's a monetary perk to it, but you probably do do it for the passion of the art. Of creating a new model. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So we, we, we uh, I don't know if you were at the show, yet the expo show, uh, but I had a customer who who did a, a very small. He, he took he took best to show mm-hmm. just about two or three years ago, and uh, I kind of want to give his name, but I, I, you know this guy was this guy was almost in tears when he got best to show, and I was so proud of him. And you know, he's got he's, he's got my boats on there, and I just felt <laughs> so good you know, that he was able to. And I, but he, he didn't get best to show because of my boats. He got best to show because of the the artistic work that he did do and that what right. he put into it. But you know, but you know, that's just like I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. And I know he won't either. Uh, Sam's just a great guy, a you know, great modeler. I haven't seen him around too much, but I hope he is still modeling. Someone told me he wasn't doing too much anymore. I've... But. Uh, uh, well, that's a good anyway, point. Feet to take that as a show, because uh, that, yeah, that, yeah. those shows, and then for anybody who's never been to the expo and never been to the model showroom when they had the contest, uh, uh, you know, the contestants bring in their models um, to go in there and scope them out. Um, it's you. You know, I, I, you like to put stuff together and think it's great. You think you're a good modeler, <laughs> and then you go in there and you're like, "Oh my word!" <laughs> it's I'm, like, Guys, I'm on a different plane here. <laughs> you know, uh, I know. Uh, I know. It, it, it is definitely yeah. jaw dropping uh, to see some of the stuff that's in there. It really is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But that, that, that's where we get our joy out of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we like to make money too, but yeah, sure. we make a little bit. Uh, and you know, for me, it's going to be a good retirement business, hopefully. Right. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah. That's. And I'll just then then I'll come up with more kids because I'll have less less you know less responsibility elsewhere. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Now, we'll now with your with your business, and do you do you do a, do you have a brick and mortar type store where you can, where people can stop in or? No, no, I don't. No, I just have a I just have a shop. I have an office at a shop on you know, a studio. Right. And, and uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have, I don't have. We, we don't have the time to do that. Yeah, yeah. We had thought about maybe opening a hobby shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it, hey, you know, you, now yeah, it's just about. You'd like to model, yeah. And, and if you'd have a place that's brick and mortar, you would never, you would never have time to do that to do your own modeling. No, you'd be like Kenny. No, I have. We had one, and he said. Uh, he has about 40 models on a shelf that he wanted to build for himself, and they're all sitting there like orphans, is what he said. And uh, yeah. it, because of his business, he doesn't have the time to do it. And, and we Absolutely. we understand that too. Yeah, and the problem is too, along with that, looking more store, you've got overhead expenses to worry about. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, that we that we don't necessarily have the way we do it. Right. Many of us work out of our homes. We work out of you know garages or sheds or cellars or whatever, and right. uh, we don't have the overhead to worry about, sure. which allows us to come up with something. Maybe right. we wouldn't be able to come up if we didn't if we work with overhead. That's right. exactly right. Uh, exactly how we feel. We. Uh, we do this out of our spare rooms in our basements, and uh, now we don't sell a product, <laughs> yeah. but we have a we have a digital product, um, yeah. And it's yeah. all it's all based on passion, and just the fact that we enjoy that we have even one listener to our podcast or the show that we're recording right now. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's all it, it consumes time. It is a time I could have yeah. spent this hour yeah. and a half uh, working on a model, but um, yeah. But we enjoy it, and we enjoy connecting, you know, people like you to our listeners, and and uh, it's a, it's just a, it's a lot of fun to keep the hobby going. Yes, that's right. That's right. You know, I, I I've heard many times that uh, I've heard many times people say uh, that, the, that the hobby might be dying. You know. And, and, I can't think that way anyway, even if it was, I have to think, no, I have to think no. positive, but I, but I hear that. And my reaction to that is, oh, the hobby's not dying. I think what people have to realize is that there are a lot of young people coming into the hobby, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of people who don't have the money or the time to do modeling in their lives until they are in their fifties and sixties and seventies. Right. They just, because they've been raised families, take care of responsibility. Sure. So you do see a lot of older people in the hobby, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that the hobby's dying. Most people are just as vital and just as interesting, and they have just as many dreams as, as anybody else has. I uh, uh, sure. So I don't think the hobby's dying at all. I can at- nope. I can attest to that as a 29 year old with two kids, and uh, yep. Um, you know, I and I don't and I'll and I'll put in my own little two cents here on that little thing before we wrap this up. I don't think the hobby's dying either. Uh, and I'm proof of that because I'm 29 and I'm, I love it. I think the fact of it is, yep. is it's shifting towards a different, it's just shifting into a different, um, it's a digital medium and everyone's communicating online about it and everyone is, is getting all their information online about it now. And I think the, the, the old school train of thought with the hobby is is just changing into a new form and that's why people who are the, the people who are in the older train of thought see it as dying because they're not uh, on that wavelength with the the newer people coming into it and that's that's it it's just changing right. the times and, and i'm right. a guy and in that, my 50s and, yep and and i'm now getting back into it after i stopped doing it when my son when brett was um when he was born, I didn't have the space yep. or room. I didn't have the time. You're raising yep. a kid, and I kind of put it on yep. back burner until just recently. He wanted me to get back into it again, and uh, we tried yep. a little bit when he was a teenager, and he enjoyed it. And then we kind of forgot about it because he got busy with cars and girls and things like that. And um, yeah, yeah. And then we uh, we got back into it when he became an adult with, and a father, and we said let's do it together, yep. and we got this going. But the thing that I'm noticing now. Is I've had I've had that love for this hobby, but the, but the thing I'm noticing, like Brett said, in in a way, is not just do you have this that uh, the digital era that is helping to bring people in. You're have you had the digital era era now that that allows us to see more inspiration out there online. 
other people's models. We have the ability to buy whatever we would like from online, from vendors such as yourself. um, Where where you normally would never, you may never, depending on what section of the country you're in. You might never see that. You would have never even known that somebody sold that kind of thing. And now it's That's correct. Yes. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the changes are good. The changes are positive. Sure. They, they, I mean, there's always going to be some change. None of us like change. Right. But it's, uh, but, but the changes in this hobby have been positive, and they have created positive results. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, and who's, you know, like laser cutting? And someone said to me the other day, you know, for, for, for 15 years, you bought, everybody got excited. They bought a laser cut kit. They bought a laser cut kit. You know, it, was, it was the thing. It was the thing. Now everybody's excited because they, they, they're buying 3D, 3D yeah. items, 3D is the thing. But every one of these things have created a, an ability to be more precise, be more accurate, show more more intricacies in a model. Right. Uh, we, we now can come up with things, we, we alone can come up with things that only tool and die makers could have come up with 25, 30 years ago. Right. We, we can do it on our own. Yeah. And... Uh, so no, even for the modeler itself, uh, not not just the kits and not just the the um, you know the the laser cutting things and and uh, your three D printer, but your your mediums that you use, the paints, the yep. different textured yep. paints, it's all get, that are it out all there. Gets better. And there's a million companies that have them, and we talk about this a lot on our show uh, because we we deal yep. with the you know the painting and the tools and things like that. The tools that are out there, the you know, and the methods. Uh, you, yep. There's so much available to learn in so many different directions. You could take your your art. And uh, uh, it's it, it, it's a, I think the, I think just the opposite of a dying. I think right now it's exploding. And uh, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly, very exactly. Cool. You know, and, and getting back to the orig- getting back to the original hobby the way it was, and then it's, and then throughout this growth, mm-hmm. it, it's it is one of the hobbies that a, that a young person can deal with many aspects of their life. They're dealing with woodworking, they're dealing with plumbing, they're dealing with soldering, they're dealing with paints, they're dealing with measuring, designing. Uh, there's so much in this model railroad, model boat industry that it covers all aspects of our lives, marketing, right. buying. Uh, so the, the whole thing is a positive thing. I don't care how you cut it. Right. Uh, we're, so we're pretty happy to be part of that. We're with you on it. <laughs> Well, Bruce, we yeah. thank you for being on this show, and uh, and we, we thoroughly enjoyed having you. Um, I know that we've been on for quite a while here. Yeah, thank and you very much. I promised you that I wasn't going to keep you up late, but um, we That's okay. I got the late thirty. Hey, I appreciate you having me. I appreciate it. I really do. And and we would like to have you on again, uh, if if at all possible. Um, We would love to have you on another time. Uh, Maybe when you maybe when you wrap up those uh, the new boats. Um, Sure. Sure. I think at that point would be cool and get you on here and you can tell us all about them and you know because you'll have them ready to rock. And um, yeah, of course we'll see. I'll be at the show as well. Uh, I think we're going to do a podcast all around the show, walking around, talking to everybody, and yep. And um, but Good. that'll be great. Good. And you will that'd hear from us soon cool. on an order as well. Actually, I just all placed, right. I placed okay. an order while we were sitting thanks. here. I uh, yeah, thanks for uh, 
Thanks for having me, and thanks for doing what you're doing. It's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing doing this podcast work. Thank well, you very much. You. Well, we appreciate yeah. that. Thank you, Bruce. All right. We want to thank Bruce for that awesome interview. Uh, as always, it's great that we have such awesome guests that allow us to use their time to create great content for you guys to listen to. Um, we are going to wrap it up for the week, though. Uh, we hope you enjoy the show. As always, you can head up our blog, hoscalecustoms.com, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We're on Reddit now. HOS, we're HOScale Customs everywhere on pretty much all your big social media sites. Nothing new there, but just so we got to get it out there for anyone that is new to the show. Um, with that, enjoy your weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed the show this week, and we will catch you next week.